You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode nine. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives, we have quite a topic today. And if you're listening to this podcast, I am sure you are already drowning in work files, trying to figure out how to select the right projects for your portfolio. You've probably already been overthinking this for weeks and obsessing over it. The intensity of that is felt by every creative in our industry. So just know you're not the only one who is feeling this way. Whenever we need to update or create a new portfolio that represents the work we've been doing in this field, that can feel completely insurmountable. But there's an easy way to simplify, get unstuck, and create the momentum that you need by looking at your work from a more objective viewpoint. It's so difficult for us to select projects because we know the work that went into all of the things that we've put out. And sometimes we don't want to let them go, but we want to make sure that we use our portfolios as sales tools for ourselves in the market so we can get the jobs and the work that we want. So I want to talk to you about the five questions that you need to ask yourself so you can make those key decisions based on a more strategic criteria. Your portfolio is not a comprehensive collection of everything you've ever done. It is a strategic brand positioning tool for you as a creative professional. It's also not about the individual segments or pieces. It's really about the bigger picture and the broader story of you and how you think as a creative. So considering this may help you stop obsessing over the perfection of every single thing in that portfolio. I mean, sure, the work needs to be good. It needs to be represented properly and it needs to reflect the professional nature of what you do every single day as a creative, but it doesn't need to be every single thing you've ever done. But the way to move forward when you feel stuck and overwhelmed is by asking yourself, these five questions. And we're going to go through them and talk about them. The first thing you want to ask yourself when you're looking at the work that you potentially might include, is this an example of the type of work I want to do in the future? A lot of creatives put work in their portfolios that they're not excited about anymore. They're not interested in doing that work for another company or another client. But they spend so much time working on those projects that they feel like they should include it. But since your portfolio is a sales tool, you need to be strategic around what you're selling. You don't want to sell something that you don't believe in anymore or that bores you to tears. If you are sick to death of doing sales sheets, annual reports, do not show those. Show the things that actually reflect where you want to go. And if all you have are these types of projects, you can always do concept projects to fill in the gaps so that you're showing the work that actually reflects your potential as a creative. Because it's a lot like when you present client options. If you have three options and you hate one of them, 
that's the one the client is going to be interested in. And this works the same way with our portfolios. If you show something that you're not excited about, chances are someone interviewing you is going to be very excited about that same thing. And maybe that's not where you want to go anymore. So just consider the type of work that you want to do in the future and make sure you are pushing that work forward. The second thing to ask yourself is, will this work help me move forward into a better or more advanced position? If you're in a position where you feel like you are unchallenged, you are doing the same thing every single day, and you're really looking for something that will help you grow beyond where you are today, make sure the work that you're presenting reflects where you want to go. So if you're stuck in a role where you're just doing a lot of production, but you want to do more conceptual work, present more conceptual work. And again, filling in with concept projects so that you can talk about those in an interview is going to be the way to push yourself out of the place that you currently are. And if all you're presenting in your portfolio are things that are keeping you basically in the same type of role that you've been unhappy with, you're not going to be that excited because it's going to be the same thing in a different place. The third thing you want to ask yourself when you're selecting the work is, is this relevant and reflective of current advertising trends? Now, this speaks directly to those who have been in the industry for decades. We tend to have a lot of work from the beginning of our career, and sometimes we hang on to that. But if what you're showing doesn't reflect current trends, current styles, and feels outdated and disconnected, that's not going to be putting your best foot forward. If you're looking at working at a company that has a large social media presence and you don't have any social media work in your portfolio, but you really want to show them that you can think strategically about that particular advertising channel, create some concept work that will fill in the gaps so that you can discuss that in an informed way with your interviewer. You don't want to give anyone any reason to think that you are not going to be able to move forward and accelerate their brand by coming up with new and fresh ideas. The fourth thing you want to ask yourself when you're selecting your work is, will this project help me tell an interesting story at an interview? You want to select things in your portfolio that allow you to explain your process, explain challenges you had to overcome, explain a brief or a client interaction that you felt like is valuable to relay to your interviewer audience. Now, not everything is going to have a great story, but you want things that you can talk about. You don't want to just present something and not have anything interesting to say about it because that makes the interview feel kind of awkward. And you want to make sure that you're creating a nice flow of dialogue and Selecting things where you know you have great stories behind them, that will just make it feel more natural, more comfortable, and it'll create a connection between you and the interviewer. And that is what you want. So be sure to pick projects that reflect how you work, how you solve problems, how you collaborate with other teams or clients. Half of interviewing someone is trying to understand how they're going to work with you and how they're going to work with your team. So if you're using your portfolio as a strategic sales support tool to tell these stories, it's going to be so much easier for you to interview and for you to get those offers. And the last thing you want to ask yourself, and this one is really the most important, you want to ask yourself, is this something that I'm proud of? 
you don't want to put any work in your portfolio that you feel like you have to defend. If the client made last minute changes on something that you felt really excited about and then it took a turn for the worst and we all know how that feels, you don't want to put that final version in your portfolio. Use the previous version. Use the version you are proud of. If you got down to the 11th hour and the budget changed, the scope changed, the brief changed, and you felt like the previous version was more successful from a design perspective, from a marketing perspective, it would have been more effective in the marketplace, put that in. Because this allows the interviewer to see you as a flexible and collaborative part of a team, willing to take feedback, willing to make adjustments when necessary, but it also shows that you have your own perspective. It is great to have those examples in your portfolio and to show the difference between your work and the final product. So just make sure you're very proud of the work in your portfolio because you want to start from a place of positivity and optimism and confidence. And if you want to know some of the basics around how to present your work or what mistakes to avoid or how to write the descriptions in your portfolio, you might want to check out my Rock That Creative Job YouTube channel because I have several short videos on these exact topics that will help you make the best possible impression with your work. And remember, it's about the broader story. So don't get sucked down into the details. Ask yourself these five questions when you're making those initial selections, and it will help you weed out the things that don't fit into these categories so that you can focus on the great work that I know you have and put that out there so people can see what an incredible and valuable addition you would be to their team. And if you get to the point where you're stuck and you're not exactly sure how to move forward on selecting the right pieces for your portfolio, please contact me. I help creatives with this every single week, and I would love to help you too. You can reach me at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Instagram and message me there, or you can go to my YouTube channel and watch some of the videos that might help you actually move a little bit further forward, but please don't go it alone if you feel like you are at a stopping point and you cannot get started again. So I hope this episode was helpful for you as you start to go through your creative work and make those initial decisions. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.